0: In the 21st century, the world searches for answers to the questions that really affect
1: our lives. Does anyone know an anagram for gonad dream? To debate the topics that really matter. Star Trek is in a good place right now.
2: Yeah, I can't agree with you on that one.
0: And be brave enough
1: to state
0: the truth. Movies just don't end that way. Three men dare to face what others fear. James. Oh yeah, I, di- I didn't need that image.
1: Jesse. Uh, I was thinking God or dog.
0: Joash. I want Stanley to be the one to wield the Infinity Gauntlet and destroy Thanos. If you hunger for knowledge, if you thirst for wisdom, if you're looking for a podcast that will make all your wildest dreams come true, you've come to the wrong place. You're listening to the anti matter hour this is a song about corn nuts an intensely crunchy snack it's not about, <laughs> anything, not about else. anything else
2: <laughs> get your package out and try to stay calm use a few fingers put it in your
1: palm, in your palm. yes it's going to be so <laughs> great <laughs> when you finally bust a nut, master key i <laughs> <laughs> think they're pushing it this time <laughs> corn nuts
0: and I don't know what you're talking about. Lightly toasted and hard as hell. Yeah. Enjoy
2: yourself, we won't tell. Masticate, yeah. masticate. Okay, yeah. Is what you have to do. <laughs> that just means... Uh, I thought, masticate, masticate it, is just a fancy word
1: for chew. Chew, yeah, it's, yeah. Saliv- nut, it's salivate.
2: Yeah. A <laughs> Grab a bag of corn nuts and bust a nut.
1: They're lightly toasted, toasted and hard as hell.
0: Tell. Okay, we, can we, can we, we just not
2: tell. do that again unless Cornuts is going to give us money that's or something? The, that's the last one. Okay. That's the last one.
0: <laughs> that one was Glad just... Glad to hear. Pull out your package. <laughs> just use a few fingers.
1: <laughs> Place it in your palm and Place masticate. Place it in your palm
0: that. and masticate. I think the uh, marketing
2: department uh, by that point had just sort of lost the point and... Uh, Maybe it was advertising something else.
0: Well, let's just put it this way. I'm sure that probably they wrote that and then they played it for some sort of like... Uh,
1: Not a board of directors. No, so. no, no. It's <laughs> what are they,
0: a focus group. They probably played it for a focus group. And after we were like, okay, we have to have Bill from the mail room come out because I don't know who it was that they had come out and be like, it's just a song about coronaries and nothing else. <laughs> Mm. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway.
1: Just a song.
0: Just a song. Just a song. So how the hell are you guys? What's been going on lately? Lots.
1: Lots oh, is going you on. you
0: know, this and that, this and that.
1: Well, we got finally uh, back on the uh, scoreboard uh, winning uh, trivia tonight. That was a welcome...
2: Yeah, but we were only returned off that scoreboard form. for one week. I mean, yeah,
1: but it returned to form.
2: Yes, we are not in a rut. That's good to know.
0: Yes,
1: There's not a particularly—I wouldn't say it was particularly memorable trivia, although it was a, a close match for most of the match. So,
2: I myself spent quite a long time agonizing over uh, um, Planck's constant and Avogadro's number and trying to remember what those were.
0: I never remembered how many avocados there were
1: six. (laughs) There were six.
0: Yes. There are six avocados. Oh, six avocados.
1: How many lights? (laughs) How many lights do you see? There are four lights. (laughs) That's a, uh, so, uh, it's a
0: little Picard for you.
1: Yeah. And it was, uh, actually, um, interesting. Uh, that should have just came up sort of randomly. Uh, it was just brought to my attention today that one of my uh i guess podcast mm, idols or podcast uh uh yeah idols or yeah uh the bald move uh podcast their their company logo uh is inspired by that scene from star trek uh, seriously yeah uh <laughs> it's uh it just says um it just says bald move uh and uh and then there's uh, a line. It sort of to me looked like it had something to do with maybe film or because it's like a a solid line and then four dots. But it's the apparently it's the four uniform pips from uh, the oh. Starfleet uniform uh wait or the four moves? or the four lights.
2: Is there is there a podcast named after uh Jean-Luc Picard's dance moves?
1: I don't think so, but uh actually they've explained their uh uh, see, uh, the, the, up in the upper left is the four uh, pips, uh, or the four lights. Uh, oh, I got gotcha. you. But they look like Star Trek pips from the they do. rank insignia on the uniform. So, anyway, that's uh, that wasn't here nor there, but uh, just a shout out to it.
2: Well, until I hear otherwise, I'm just going to assume... That they're referencing uh, Jean-Luc Picard's dancing
1: abilities. Yeah, they did once on one occasion uh, explain the origin of the name of the podcast and it's, uh, uh, yeah, he's probably quite a good classical dancer, I would imagine. Is he, uh, is Patrick Stewart, is he knighted? Is he Sir Patrick Stewart? Right. I think so. Yeah, I think so too. So I think if you're, I think if you're a sir, you're automatically assumed to uh, be a, a good dancer. Whether that's a style of dance or you know
2: Well they gotta do something to earn the title. I guess it's that. There you go. Yeah.
1: Significant contributions to the Royal uh British Empire or something.
2: Nah, it's dancing.
0: Hey nani na ni hey nani na
2: Yeah that sounds about right. That's what I picture when I picture a knighting ceremony.
1: Anyway, so uh decent uh decent Performance at Trivia. What else has been going on? uh, James just uh, cracked us into a uh, a crowler of ale.
2: Yes, a crowler that you provided from your recent trip to the Oregon coast.
1: Yeah.
0: And this is from Public Public Coast Brewing. Which Say, you which you said was, like, kind of one of your new favorites, right?
1: Yeah, I, I, I was thinking about, actually, I was thinking about that today, uh, or no, I was thinking about that last night because I was driving around with some Uber riders, and uh, they were asking me about local breweries and uh, favorite breweries, and as it would happen, all of my favorite breweries are located in the state of Oregon that I've been to Uh I mean, there's probably some breweries I haven't been to that might make my list of favorites, but that can't be on it yet, of course. But um, all of them are in the state of Oregon, and all of them are over an hour's drive from my home. (laughs) Um, I do like plenty of the breweries around Portland, but uh, my favorite three breweries that I've been to on location, actually I'd say probably my favorite four, are the Freem and Double Mountain Breweries and Hood River. The uh, Terminal Gravity Brewery and Taproom in Enterprise, Oregon, which is about as far away as you can get in Oregon. It's like five-hour drive maybe from here. And the public coast now out on the can- Cannon Beach out on the coast. So, uh, yeah, it's a great uh, spot. And what do you guys uh, think of the uh, red ale?
2: Well, I, I always love me a red. Uh, red ales are pretty much my favorite style of beer um don't know exactly why i think it's just the malty quality the overall sugar high sugar content because of the amount of malt involved um
0: i just like them it gives you it gives you a bit of what a stout or a porter gives you in its flavor profile but it doesn't have the the kind of the the fullness Uh, as far as not, uh, not necessarily fullness and flavor, but fullness, it doesn't make you feel like you can have a couple of them and you'll be okay. Whereas with a stout Mm -hmm. or a porter, typically once you've had one, that's it. You're set for the, (laughs) for the day. Um, it, it, it's, it's almost, it's almost like gorging on something as opposed to being able to enjoy something, I guess, maybe.
1: Yeah. I'm definitely, um, picking up sort of, uh, Sort of a little bit of roasty and caramel uh, notes in this, uh, and it also has a bit of a uh, uh, sort of a bitter hop aroma, which I like. And it's uh, kind
0: of it's it's kind of a roasty IPA.
1: Yeah, it comes together nicely. Yeah, I mean, uh, it is malt forward, but it does have a nice hop aroma, and uh, sometimes hop uh, gets a little bit lost in the red ales, but. This one uh, seems pretty well-balanced, and uh, I like it.
0: I really want to go now to Pelican Brewing, which is not that far from us. It's just in... what is that in... Uh, Pelican?
1: Is, uh, is, I've, I've been to the Tillamook... Uh,
0: is that like Seaside, or is it Tillamook?
1: Well, or? I've been to their Tillamook uh, Brewery and, and Taproom, but they also have uh, their original locations in Pacific City, and they also have a Cannon Beach location. Um, other than that, I can't remember if they have any other locations. Those are the three that I'm aware of.
0: Yeah, but I was saying earlier tonight, um, I so I went to my sister's uh, house over uh, 4th of July because they, they're uh, little, um, oh, for heaven's sakes. She lives at the end of a dead end.
1: Oh, yeah. S- cul-de-sac? Cul-de-sac,
0: yeah. So, their cul de sac area kind of has a, uh, a gathering for Fourth of July. And I was asked to bring some booze. So, it was a good excuse to uh, stock up on a few different things. And one of the things I got was Pelican Breweries uh, Kawanda, which is their pre-ho- pre uh, prohibition cream ale. Mm-hmm. And I became a big fan of that. So, I'd like to go to their tap room.
2: Well, if you attend the Oregon Brewers Festival with us uh, coming up next week, You'll be able to partake of Pelican Brewing's uh, lager. Hibiscus, hibiscus mojito hibiscus lager. lager.
0: Take one look at this beer's hot pink color, and you'll know immediately that this is not your average light lager. With clean, noble hops and classic lager malt as the basis, the brewery's layered an infusion of hibiscus flowers, aromatic, aromatic mint, and tangy lime, let the aromas of citrus zest, floral hops, and hibiscus blossoms float serenely over a clean biscuity malt foundation. (coughs) Then, take in the herbaceous mint flavors that combine beautifully with lime tartness and an ever so slightly sweet aftertaste with a finish that is effervescent and refreshing. Yamasito. Juma- Yamasito will leave you feeling in the. Bless bank. you. It reads like a romance novel. <laughs> it does. At the end, though, when it, they said effer- effervescent, all I heard was "Wake me up."
1: <laughs> what is that? The... Evanescence. Evanescence. Oh, okay. Um, I'm actually uh, uh, a lot of uh, great pea breweries. Uh, because right under the Pelican is the Frame, uh, which I'm really excited to to see now because they're brewing a. Lager, just for the Brewers Festival. It's it. It was right. No, uh, oh, it was. Oh, it was right there.
2: <laughs> oh, did you want to read the whole thing? Are we doing that? No,
1: that's okay. okay. No, no, no. I saw, but it. I was wondering if you could, uh, if you, if you had a chance to get back to there, if, if you would scroll down. Just oh, see, they have Public Coast. Uh, their Blondale, the '67 Blondale, which is what the beer that I drank uh, is what they're bringing to the festival.
0: Oh, the '67 Blonde.
1: Yeah, which is their. Uh, I think I mentioned it last week's podcast, but that's a. Uh, Gold medal winning beer.
0: Man, there are a lot up there that
2: look really interesting. Well, this year the o- Oregon Brewers Festival features nothing but Oregon beers for the first time ever, which is a bit weird when you think about the
0: name. Yeah. That land that uh, Fram. Freem, Freem, yeah. The land beer land beer. land beer, land beer, Is that a that's that's German?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Freem oh, does a lot of traditional European styles <laughs> of beer.
2: Josh, uh, as you get more into uh, beers, and I know that you've identified that German style is something you're interested in. Yeah. You should know that German style is as meaningless as United States style, and that, and that there's dozens of styles in Germany that, uh, to, to choose from. There's a lot of variety. Well, I understand. That, that's
0: where beer was uh, basically born, is in that area. None, nonetheless, I've identified a certain flavor quality that is present in most German beers. Yeah,
1: there there is some characteristics from uh, sort of, I don't know what, how to define them, but there are some characteristics that you can kind of identify if it's like sort of an old world style versus a to me West to, Coast kind of yeah, style. To
0: me, most German beers are not incredibly hoppy. American beers are much more hop
2: forward. I think the diversity is just too great to be able to make that sort of generalization.
1: You're wrong! Anywho... Uh, don't,
2: I don't know why, but you are. Well, I'm not. We're having um, lots of I, I'm, I'm trying to put this to you gently, Josh. Um, if you want to be an expert on German beers, you have a long road ahead of you.
0: Oh, I'm sure.
1: One that will be uh, a very big pleasure to embark Yeah, uh, one that I'm very upon.
0: excited to take.
1: So, uh, needless to say, we're all quite excited about the uh, Brewers Festival uh, coming up next week.
2: Just doing a quick search on the tap list for the o- o- Oregon Brewers Festival, I see nothing that
0: has the word tequila in it. So that's good to know.
1: Woohoo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but alt is there any? Is there any alt beer? Uh,
1: yeah, oh, it's... nope. Hmm. No alt. Oh no. Oh, well.
2: Well, this festival is now, and it's 34 Ooh, yeah, like
1: th- years? Something, 34, 33, 34 yeah. years, 33, 34 years. It's all Oregon beer. So.
2: Now it is, for the first time ever. It's now a chance for Oregon breweries to showcase their own qualities. Uh, I mean, there's uh, Boneyard is bringing a, a beer that they classify as German.
1: Um, Boneyard beer is ready. Oh, it goes, uh, Yeah. Well, it's it's a good thing that uh they're all Oregon beers for the first time because this is the this is a huge beer festival for Oregon. A huge uh tourist event that brings in people from all across the world and all across the country both. Uh so it's a you know really a way to showcase for some of these breweries that if there was, you know, a dozen breweries from California and a dozen from the East Coast and A dozen from the Midwest. That's thirty-six Oregon breweries that won't be represented. So
2: yeah, this is a great chance to showcase to find uh, breweries that you. uh, I mean, we've lived in Oregon our entire lives. I'm sure we'll find some breweries we've never heard of before. Yeah, I just spotted one here on the uh, tap list for Deep Space Brewing. They're bringing their Will's
0: Wheatonberry, the next generation. (laughs) 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 Is that the? uh, Is that the next? And that's not the next Wooten,
1: No, it? it's No, okay. it's nothing to do with the Woot Stout, but that's a different thing. But, but it's uh, still very clever.
0: So this is going to be a
2: good chance to uh, see a better picture of what Oregon has to offer.
1: Yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, so we're going to be drinking some beer. Just like whoa, whoa, whoa. Now. Go up a little bit. Go up a little bit. A little bit more.
0: Okay. Elkhorn Brewery Fruity Pebbles Milkshake IPA.
1: <laughs> what?
2: Yeah, milkshake IPAs are a thing that uh, I've only had a few of.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoops. This milkshake IPA is brewed with 100 pounds of Fruity Pebbles cereal in the mash and conditioned on 800 pounds of blueberries, tangerines, and cherries.
1: Sorry. It's yeah. then
0: dry hopped with citra and kept hazy with lactose. Well, what cer- the heck? Sorry,
2: cereal yo. is a grain just like hops, uh, just like... Uh, yeah. the, uh, Uh, the malt is.
1: No, I'm just, I have to cry foul. I don't, I I, I don't need to drink a beer that has a hundred pounds of uh, sugary cereal in the, in the brew process. I'm just
0: like, I'm like, where's the, where's the skittle brow? Where's the skittle brow? (laughs) Hey, look, all you need to make a beer
2: is uh, a source of sugar and then something to eat the sugar and produce Alcohol. Mm-hmm. And then remove the poop from the the byproduct of that, and they just
0: keep the alcohol apart. Right, that's what they've done. I'm well. So I, the other thing that I find myself, I, I'm a fan of really, really experimental beers. Oh, so, that's what the OBF is usually so all about. I'm going to try. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to try that. There's no question.
1: Well, they should have gone with the uh, uh, what's the chocolatey Count Chocula then instead of the uh, fruity Pebbles. Uh, Think you'd have had a better beer.
2: <laughs> well, here's a beer that's got Marionberries in it. Nothing's more Oregon than a Marionberry.
1: Yeah, that's good.
0: If you like him so much. Why don't you marry him?
1: Very. I'm not going to dignify that with a response. <laughs> good
0: question. Tom from MySpace. That's funny. <laughs>
1: uh, Laurelwood. <laughs> uh, Laurelwood's another
0: another great place. Yeah, Laurel. I like Laurelwood uh, Brewing. Mm, they've yeah. got they've got a they've got a nice place out on Sandy. Anyway, uh su- suffice it to say the OBF
2: is a uh event not to be missed for beer lovers in Oregon.
1: Yeah, it's a good summer uh event. Uh they'll probably uh have some music uh, on stage. Uh it's not like a blues festival style uh, music. There's not five stages. There's usually Wait. just one stage. Uh, but
2: there's not usually any stages.
1: No, there's a stage. There's always a stage. Where? Near the... Usually it's near the uh, south end of the north tents. Like, uh, uh, And there's kind of near like the center of the festival. Uh, oh, right. Yeah, it's not a big stage. Like, it doesn't have like a huge seating section or anything uh but there's always a music uh thing going on
2: yeah personally i mean i know it's not the right season for it but uh, i always like me some oompah music when i'm having beer
1: oompa hmm.
0: well
2: uh that's all i can get fine technically that that counts
1: you know what you know what music season it is don't you Huh? Somebody
0: want...
1: Oh, sorry. Oh, well, that's that's a pretty good one. Uh, what is that? Walking on the Sun? Or, no, or that's...
0: Um, somebody, oh, gosh. Uh,
1: so it's Sugar Ray, All-Star. No, or, it's no? not
0: Sugar Ray. It's the... Smash uh, Mouth? Smash, Smash Mouth, Mouth, yeah.
1: Anyway. All-Stars. all Star. yeah. So uh, this is the season for Yacht Rock. The summer days, river days, uh, driving with the windows down, and... Uh, Apparently, Yacht Rock is all the the craze or all the rage. It's all the rage is what it is. It's, you know, what the hip kids are doing. And uh, all the streaming services have a Yacht Rock station. I play, and when I'm doing Uber, I've been playing Yacht Rock station on Amazon Music since, uh, I guess, probably middle of June, probably. And I'm getting lots of compliments on the music, and if you don't know what yacht rock is, it's essentially soft rock from the 70s and 80s. Uh, I don't really know how to categorize it any more than that. Going uh, to Wikipedia, Wikipedia it
2: can be cu- classified as adult-oriented rock. I call it dad
0: rock. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that works. Uh, the um, artists that I see a lot in my playlist are uh, like Steely Dan, um, uh, Toto... Um uh Earth, Wind and Fire.
0: Genesis, Fleetwood Mac.
1: Yeah, this the particular uh station I have on uh Amazon doesn't play all of those, but it plays uh oh Boz Scat. Yeah, it does a lot of Boz Kenny Loggins, some Kenny Loggins, yeah. Excuse me. Oh Eagles, uh, definitely seals, seals and Croft. So um Eagles. Yeah. The reason I would mention it is because uh it was pretty funny. Um the other day, I was driving uh, some fellows around. I can't remember where I picked them up at. It might have been uh, probably a restaurant out in Northwest Portland somewhere. And the uh, a song by Earth Wind and Fire with Michael McDonald uh, on vocals was playing. And he asked me uh, to turn the music down, and he uh, started telling his friends about an episode of Family Guy where uh, uh, Peter hires Michael McDonald to do backing vocals for the gang when they're out uh, d- doing some escapades or shenanigans or something. And uh, the guy started to sort of m- mimic the the episode, I guess you would say. And he did a really good uh, Michael McDonald impression in my car. Uh, so I thought I would uh, play uh, that clip from uh, Family Guy and uh, see if it's as funny as the uh, Phil in the backseat made it. Guys, it's going to be a long night of Border Patrol, so I brought along Michael McDonald to help us out. How's he going to help us? He's going to do backup vocals for everything we say. How's he going to know what we're saying? <laughs> Is he going to do it for all of us? Is he going to do it for all of us? Yeah, I hired him for the night. Yeah, costs like two fifty an hour, so, so, don't skip 50 house, so don't
0: skip on the conversation. Don't skip on the conversation. That sounds
1: nice. Well, I guess everything's well, back to normal. I guess everything's back to normal. Oh man, not this guy. Oh man, not this guy Anyway, uh Do you remember? So there was this guy in the back of my car that was essentially doing a I'd say like a ten out of ten Michael McDonald impression, uh uh just singing whatever uh people were saying in the Michael McDonald voice.
0: Singing whatever people were saying
1: thought that was kind of funny.
0: I thought that was kind of funny.
1: It's a great, uh, it's really a unique, uh, really unique type of music. Uh, and it plays well this time of year. Uh, it just kind of meshes with the summer weather to me, I guess. Just
0: throw on a little Hotel California.
2: I just don't know if I could ever refer to it as Yacht Rock. That just, I mean, meh.
1: Yeah, it's the kind of music that people who are rich enough to own a yacht uh, would be listening to on their yacht.
2: I like how Wikipedia also calls it uh, originally known as the West Coast Sound.
1: Yeah, yeah, it works. The West
2: Coast Sound. It sounds. It sounds,
1: sounds like, like there like should a, be
2: like a a, thun,
1: a thunderclap after I say that. Sounds like, just, like an ocean going vessel. The West Coast sound, or yeah, train, y- or train. Yeah, it.
2: yacht rock sounds like something that uh, e- uh, some East Coaster, you know, w- w- would do. But West Coast just sounds cooler than yacht rock.
1: Yeah, yeah, I got you. It's uh, it's playing with the audience, so the audience is loving it, eating it up.
2: It says here that understood as a pejorative concept, yacht rock referred in part to a stereotypical yuppie yacht owner (laughs) enjoying smooth music while sailing. Now, see, I can't identify with that. (laughs) Not at all. Uh, Even though I'm not a dad, dad rock sounds better than yacht rock. Wouldn't
1: wouldn't it feel nice to be a yuppie yacht owner uh, listening to the smooth sounds?
2: If... If enough money would just fall into my lap that I could uh, buy a yacht and just live the yuppie lifestyle without worrying about anything, then I suppose... Yeah,
1: yeah, You just all you're doing is laying in your uh, deck chair with your uh, deck shoes and your uh, deck beer, I guess.
2: <laughs> it also says here that a derivative form of yacht rock is vaporwave. Now, that's something I can get behind.
1: Oh, interesting.
2: Vaporwave just screams... Uh like eighties uh TV intro song. Oh yeah. Or uh Oh yeah. Like so, like Miami Vice or something. It's like funny
1: that. you should mention that also because Is just, Is this the next person
2: you had in your car? No.
1: No. Uh when w- I was, was he
2: wearing a white blazer with a pink uh
0: shirt underneath?
1: When I was out on the road uh on the loafers
0: uh, with no socks.
1: <laughs> when I was out on the road trip, I started working on establishing a playlist of all songs I could think of that had something to do or anything to do with driving. And uh, this playlist uh, is... uh, Oh, uh uh-oh. Let me see.
0: She drives me Uh crazy.
1: What's going on here? Like no... Oh, here we go. So let me play you one of the songs that's on my uh, uh, driving playlist. Uh, Let's see here. There's 50 songs that I've got on here so far. And, uh, uh, oh, here's one. You might like this one.
0: The 80s oh, The A-T-E. Yeah.
1: This is a song that I associate bam, with driving bam, because bam. It's, a, bam, bam, it's a song, bam. that uh, a show that involves a... Uh, oh. The van. The, the I van. I couldn't
0: tell how you'd like to rate this song.
1: Oh, five stars.
2: <laughs> now, see, this is not a vaporwave, but this, no. is, this is classic. Yes. Yeah. I wouldn't even Love call it. this yacht rock. No, yeah. this isn't rock of any kind. It's.
1: What about this one? This sounds a little bit yacht rocky. A little bit.
2: Um,
1: Magnum P.I.? That's it. That's <laughs> the
2: stupid yeah. word I was looking
1: for. What about... Oh, Knight Rider. Knight Rider.
2: <laughs> See, this is more vaporwave. Yeah. Sort of. Not, not, not quite, but close
1: and uh, last but not least, w- way different. So this playlist goes all over the board, like from uh, old, like honky-tonk to to modern, to rap, to hip-hop, to country, to everything. But um, but here's one. This is a bit different.
2: <laughs> oh. This is not any Just kind of way. Oh,
1: gosh. <laughs> Never meaning no harm. The Dukes.
0: What about... What about some uh, some John Denver country road? Oh, yep, yeah,
1: it's on here. Uh, country road. Oh, here. See if let me hit this one first and tell me if this is also uh, vaporwave.
2: Well, we haven't heard any vaporwave yet.
1: Oh, geez. <laughs> you know this one?
0: Oh my gosh! Come on, Axel the- Beverly Foley. Hills Cop. yeah, this is Axel yeah F. that's right.
1: Uh, I got all the John Denver, the three big John Denver songs.
0: Yep. Here's uh, um, Country Roads. Country road. West,
1: West Virginia. West Virginia. Oh, 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 hang on. Here's one. This will be the last one I play for you. and Then you guys can... Uh, there we go. Looks like James has a... Teed Oh,
0: here. um... jeez.
1: Oh, From high school.
0: Yeah, I'm...
2: <laughs> Is this a song that would have come out of a fish hanging on the
1: wall at some point? Uh, I don't know. I don't know about the fish. The, the, the Billy Big Mouth singing bass. You've never had one of those? Oh, no. But are, are, are you familiar with this song?
2: No, not really. Does
1: oh. it have some significance? It's Adam Sandler's Ode to My Car. Uh. <laughs> and I was trying to get it in there, but I couldn't justify the car connection with the... Uh, there was a one line in the song where he uh, talks about being an ugly American that drives a gas-guzzling, uh, like land yacht or something like that. But that's it. Uh, it was the uh, Dennis Leary asshole song. No. <laughs> oh. but couldn't couldn't squeeze that one in. So let's oh, yeah. This is what that. Starring Don Johnson.
2: If yeah, Don Johnson was the man uh, you know, in like Miami.
1: Rolls Royce. I wonder School if there's Star. really that many.
0: Santiago.
1: I just love all the uh, different frames of just, this is what Miami's like. Yeah. <laughs> La- there's La-cro- a parrot. Lacrosse. Trop- tropical parrot. And, uh, Rolls Royces parked next to each other. <laughs> Breasts.
2: <laughs> well, I, I, what I like to think is, you know, back in the 80s when they were uh, preparing to, you know, shoot Miami Vice, they said, okay, look, uh, we're going to be shooting this show. It's you know, based in Miami. You guys and the, and the crew, you just go and shoot a bunch of things that just symbolize Miami and get back to us. And we'll just, we'll, we'll put that in the intro. And uh, we, we don't want to hear any details. Just go and film it and then come back to us. And then uh, they come back later. Okay, what do you got here? Well, we got some parrots. Uh, we got a high-lie uh, tournament. Oh, a horse uh, race, a
1: horse race. <laughs>
2: we got some horses racing. Uh, oh, yeah, there's some, there's some women there, but they're only there for like a few seconds. Oh, there's some beaches.
0: There's a guy with a magnificent mustache playing lacrosse.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seemed like they did a pretty uh, representative job, actually. Here's some Rolls Royces. <laughs> I, yeah, I wonder if there's actually that many uh, Rolls Royces uh, easy to be found in Miami.
2: Do you want to put any of the main actors from the series in the intro? No, no, nah, no. That's no, just no, a waste no. of time. They'll, they'll watch the show to see that. We haven't
0: even hired them yet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: That was a bit of a tangent. Yeah, uh, it's fun.
1: I love, I love those 80s. Uh, uh, there's not that many good jingles or songs in uh, TV shows anymore.
2: And uh, doing a, a bit of brief research on Vaporwave here in the last few minutes. I've just now learned that Simpsons Wave is a thing. Oh. Uh, oh, but I lost the page. Oh, here's the page. Uh, apparently a YouTube phenomenon made popular by the user Lucian Hughes, who uh, mainly consists of videos with scenes from the American animated Sullivan series The Simpsons set to various Vaporwave tracks. Uh, I will have to do more research later. Hmm.
1: Okay. Oh, um. I did mention uh, earlier uh, having some breaking, uh, semi-breaking news. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> it's right. It's not really going to meet the definition, but go ahead. This is Channel Television's Breaking News. Oh. I, I, I just like the beep, 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 beep. The, 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 this is Channel
0: <laughs> Television's Breaking News. Yeah.
1: Uh... I found a new game. Uh, I asked for the App Store to alert me when it was uh, ready for release. Uh, um, And just, uh, I think last week, they downloaded it directly to my phone. And um, I've been uh, looking in the little function where you can find other friends, like connected through Facebook or whatever, who play the same game. And so far, to my disappointment, I haven't found any other friends playing this game. I thought possibly uh, you guys might be interested in knowing that Dr. Mario uh for the iPhone is uh is now available. Dr. Mario's world.
2: The sounds that I just heard coming from your phone, Jesse make bow, me want to vomit with rage.
0: You don't bow, like Dr.
1: Mario?
2: Yeah, but whatever the hell you just showed me sure as hell isn't Dr. Mario. <laughs> it, it's
1: not Dr. Mario. It's a it's an adaptive uh what do you call it? Like a uh,
2: bastardization
1: based on the intellectual idea of the doctor mario yeah but uh been playing it, it it's got well, me Well just
0: take my childhood pretty, and rip it and shred
1: I'm pretty hooked uh, to be honest uh, uh, I have to make an effort to put my phone down <laughs> when I'm playing this game
2: I don't know it, it sounds like it has you
0: and I don't want it to get me
1: I don't want it to get you either
0: one of them. One of them. One <laughs> of them.
1: Consume. Obey. I thought that was a pretty big property, though, for uh, uh, iPhone uh, game adaption.
0: Well, they already had the what Mario game was it that they had on iPhone?
2: I don't know some stupid Mario thing where it was basically like Mario meets Flappy Bird, and all you can really do is jump, but he kept moving forward no no matter what you did, and therefore it wasn't fun.
1: Not fun. Two can confirm, down. and yet somehow this dr Mario thing is fun um maybe maybe not for you <laughs> it's fun for me <laughs> it's a it's a levels based like challenge game where you're just uh matching either against the clock or against another player uh or um trying to utilize the uh what do you call it a limited number of pellets essentially uh to Clear a stage. Pills. Yeah, pills. Limited uh, amount.
0: Capsules, if you will.
1: You have uh, a fixed amount and a certain, and you have quite a bit of like different puzzles to clear. So you have to uh, use your resources, and uh, yeah, it's a, it's a bit. uh, For me, it's been a bit fun. I'll probably be bored of it in like three more days.
0: I'm too busy with my with the latest obsession I have, which is uh, a CRPG called Pathfinder Kingmaker. What is a
2: C RPG?
0: Um, so think of uh, Baldur's Gate, Neverwinter Nights, that sort of thing. Did you play either of those? Yes. It's that style. What's the C stand for? Classic. Oh.
1: Hmm.
0: But it's that isometric, um, party based, very heavily story oriented. Um, There's probably about a total of 150 to 170 hours of available game game gameplay. It's so good. So, so good.
1: So good.
2: Uh, Only 150 uh, hours? I mean, what am I going to do the following
0: weekend? (laughs) Well, the following weekend (laughs) is when you play uh, Divinity... Origin of Sins, Divinity, Origin of Sins no, 2, that's, that's, Path of Exile, Path of Exile 2. That's your
1: shower weekend. Right. That's when you groom. <laughs> oh, is it an
2: odd-numbered week already? <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, that's what's been consuming my time as of recently.
1: <laughs> yes. What was the... uh <laughs> Never mind. Not safe for podcast.
0: <laughs> I still think that soon we need to get together and play something along the lines of, um, like Catan or.
1: Something yeah, like there's that. a lot of games. Uh, there's there's a lot of games. Uh, there's not time to do all the ones to do, no to do justice to the games. Uh,
2: there's a game that's currently on Kickstarter that I'm tempted to support, but I haven't supported anything on Kickstarter for several years um, due to some bad experiences with some un- unfulfilled expectations. What what game is this? So um, you've heard of uh, the webcomic, web, comic, web uh, more than just a comic, web entertainment, co- uh, uh, Cyanide and Happiness? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They have a game out now called um
0: oh oh is it the one you were telling me about no what's the game they have out now um oh uh joking hazard yeah joking hazard um but you were telling me about you were telling us i think last week about the one where it's like the the trolley paradox so
2: there's another game manufacturer and i'm i apologize to them because i don't know their name but they're they're the ones that actually did the game mechanics. Cyanide and Happiness sort of provided the the face of it, the visuals. Yes, um, but the I believe the name of the game is um, oh, I better just look it up so I don't get it wrong.
0: Um, hang on, oh, hang on, one minute. Uh.
2: Trial by Trolley. That is the name of the game that's on Kickstarter right now. Oh yeah. Um, is it funded? It is well funded. Uh, the basic premise of the game, it's a simple uh, card game uh, with two teams, and uh, basically there's this, you know, it's the age-old philosophical dilemma. There's, oh, my gosh. There's I'm... a trolley barreling down a track, and the <laughs> track splits up ahead, and on the left track, uh, the, the original problem was that on, le- on the left track, there's, like, like like one person, and on the other track there's like five people, and you know, d- d- you know what is you know, the trolley has to go one way or the other. And what you know, what and, choice and do you make? You're you're at the switch,
0: right? On what track it goes down.
2: But in this game, there's a lot more variety in the dilemmas uh, made available. On one hand, you might have a scientist who just just invented the cure for cancer, uh, and on the other hand, uh, you might have Santa Claus. And uh, you have to sort of make an argument as to which track you're going to go down. And
0: if you're if you are if you're an opposing player, you might put down a card that says like, "Yes, it is the uh, it's the the scientist that just found a cure of cancer, but they also think that Hitler had some good ideas." <laughs> right,
2: and then there's also little bonuses like on the one hand, it might be uh, you might be presented with a no brainer choice like you, either you have to kill Hitler or you have to kill. Uh, Santa Claus, like, oh, that's no, that's a no brainer. But then somebody plays a card that changes the thing where, well, if you decide you're going to kill Santa Claus, everybody gets 10 more cards. (laughs) Oh, gosh. (laughs) So now it's like, oh, wait, wait, do I, do I want to kill Hitler, like one of the worst humans that ever existed? Or do
0: I want 10 more cards for myself? Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. I might be backing this.
1: This, um, Kickstarter for a uh, game is actually, uh, I've seen a lot of these, but it's its sort of funny. Um, there is a uh, TV show on uh, Hulu. My wife's watching uh, from the 90s. What was that TV show with Tim Allen? Uh, home Improvement. Home Improvement, yeah. <laughs> so there's an episode that was just on last night. Uh, I, I was watching with her because I got home from doing some Uber and uh that's usually what she's doing is watching an episode of Home Improvement when I get home <laughs> and uh al uh, Al Borland the sidekick uh had taken his life savings and invested it into uh creating his own board game, his own tool time game and uh it was uh going really well until uh uh there was a electrical problem that caused the game to catch on fire uh <laughs>
0: So, oh jeez. That was the
1: uh, that was apparently the uh, whatever the obstacle that you need to overcome in the the sitcom sort of uh, show. <laughs> it was kind of funny uh just thought it was funny considering we're now talking about board games. Poor L.
2: Yeah, games catching fire isn't the sort of thing you'd think would be a legitimate problem, but <laughs> uh but if a sitcom says it happens then uh well
1: well, uh, you know how in tool time, uh, they're constantly, uh, Tim's getting injured. So what happened was an ambulance uh, that came at the game uh, uh, drove across the game board into a, uh, apparently into like a hospital. And then it caught, somehow the hospital caught on fire every time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, anyway, that's neither here nor there.
2: It sounds like a game that should exist, but I guess it doesn't. But you're right, Josh, to your original point, we should do a special podcast edition where we play some sort of game.
1: One one or more games.
2: The nature of which can be conveyed accurately through sound rather than video.
0: Yes. Like charades.
1: Sure. Yeah. A lot of, uh, (laughs) what about... uh, Pictionary. (laughs) hmm. Yeah. Uh, Tic-tac-toe.
0: There you go. Rock, he, paper, he, he made an X <laughs> <clears throat> X I don't know the spot. I, I don't know like I don't know about you guys, but recently I've been kind of doing a deep dive kind of black hole into key and peel sketches and i i did i mean i I knew that they had some really good sketches available but some of the stuff I didn't even know was there like one of them is a uh, sex detective where the scene opens I mean you have to see it but the scene opens where it's your typical kind of detective show like CSI kind of thing and then all of a sudden the guy bursts in and one of the detectives is like oh, it's so and so he's one of the best detectives in the world and he's kind of walking around like he just kind of knows what's happening. He he doesn't even look at anything. He just knows what's going. Anyway, it's hilarious. If if anyone has not really done uh, a careful examination of the Key and peel episodes available on YouTube, you need to because some of their stuff is so good. There's one where <laughs> there's one where it's like a town hall meeting. Sort of thing where it's a candidate, a senator, uh, which is played by uh, Keel, and um, he's sitting there saying, you know, like I believe in this and stuff, and I, I believe that everyone should be equal, and you know he's, he and he starts naming off different uh, like either ethnicities or or races or stuff stuff like that. He's like, whether you're Hispanic or Asian, and then the camera automatically turns to two people in the audience, audience who, one of them is Asian, one of them is Hispanic, and they both kind of nod their heads, whether you're, <clears throat> whether you're a female, and then it says, or whether, or whether you're gay, and then it goes to another person in the audience who's Jordan, uh, and, <laughs> and the, he, it, like, his character kind of looks at the camera and kind of shakes his head like, no, I'm not, I'm not gay. And then the, 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 the person, the politician, continues to talk about how, you know, gay rights should be an important thing, and it keeps going back to Jordan. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. I just, if you haven't, you need to look at Key and Peele sketches. They're so funny.
2: Yeah, I mean, every sketch I've seen of them is hilarious. I particularly love the, um, the East-West Bowl yeah. Uh, <laughs> sketches where they uh they do the <laughs> these fake intros to a football game where it's East versus West and uh the names of all the players are a
0: little bit outrageous. Jingle McCringleberry.
1: <laughs> yeah. They have a um somewhere else I saw a sketch uh similar to that where it's uh it's actually not really a sketch it's more of a sort of a participation uh comedy bit. Oh, it was uh, David Allen Greer um he would do a thing with Adam Corolla where they David Allen Greer uh would say the name of either a uh, football player, like a college football player or a professional football player, or a pharmaceutical drug. And you had to guess which one was a drug and which one was a football player's name. <laughs> <laughs> and some of them, it was impossible to like tell the difference. Uh uh Similar uh, sketch. Pretty funny stuff. Yeah, Key and Peele are hilarious. So, Game Night, coming soon. That's right. Yeah, I
2: I guess at some point, uh, in fact, I guess we should commit to go ahead and and backing this uh, Trial by Trolley, and eventually, once we actually uh, have it, we'll do a podcast about it. Yeah, I'll do it.
1: Lots of cards.
2: I do it. In the meantime, though, I'm sure uh, some sort of trivia game or something we can come up we with. We can come up
1: with. Unstable Unicorn.
2: Do you have that? Uh, or
1: Unstable Llama. Unstable Llama? Oh, uh, no. Unstable Unicorns is the first one, right? The first one of what? I, I got a game from the treasure truck. I forgot which one it was, but... Uh, It was a a game that was a second game in the series from a maker that made one previous game. Uh,
2: Oh, I saw that at at a Comic-Con one year. Yeah, Unstable uh, Unicorns.
1: Let me see. uh, Let me see my treasure truck purchases.
2: You just buy stuff? Oh,
1: Llamas Unleashed.
2: You just buy stuff when it's on sale without regard to
1: what it is? No, this one I saw, the game... uh, was uh, Llamas Unleashed. I clicked on it real quick to make sure it looked like it was uh, legit. And then I bought it because it was really cheap. I don't even know what the game's about.
2: Well, there's been a... Uh, I, I don't know if trend is the right word, but there's been a handful of games where the artwork and the humor, you know, it's sort of cutesy. But then there's a serious side to it. It's like exploding kittens. Right. Um, Exploding Kittens is a game from the Oatmeal, uh, where oh, here, here's a bunch of cute artwork about kittens and and weird forms of cats and whatever. But oh no, they, they're going to explode! And
0: what's the one that that Clay has? It's like the cows. You build your own cow, and it's got different things like a fascist pug and stuff like that. <laughs>
1: The Oatmeal Games. This is an unstable uniform. Oh, Exploding Kittens. The Oatmeal Mewy Night. Oh. Oh, Bears vs. Babies. That's what it is.
0: That's what it is.
1: Oh, look at that box. Bears vs. Babies.
0: Yeah, like one of them is like a fascist pug (laughs) where it's this little cute pug but he's wearing a fascist military
2: uniform yeah the oatmeal makes uh several games exploding kittens bears versus babies i think the rec- most recent one is you've got crabs they're all relatively simplistic in gameplay but the there's enough strategy involved to make them you know interesting and then of course there's the artwork and humor that goes with them
0: they're really great <clears throat> they're really great in the sense that they're real quick games you know it's like 30 minutes or something like that they're easy to learn. That sort of thing. So they make great party games.
1: Yeah. Good times. Good times. What else? I can think
2: of another game that we that we'll have to figure out the technical parts of it, but there's a Oh, I don't know I don't know the full name of it. I think it's called like Space Team or something like that. Have you have you heard of this? I one? haven't heard of that. No. Do you know how in the Star Trek episodes there's always a, t- a point in the episode where something like super technical has to happen? Yes, and they're spouting off a bunch of techno babble.
1: Yes, techno babble.
2: This is a game based off that.
0: <clears throat> Ooh, that sounds like fun.
2: Uh, well, I'm not gonna look it up. All the rules, whatever. But basically, it's a it's a social game where uh, you know, people do, you are, use,
0: do you use your phones.
2: I think you can. I think there's a phone version of it. But uh, basically, um. There's a whole bunch of terms, you know, a, b- a bunch of technologies have a bunch of weird terms, and you have to, oh, I don't. The website doesn't really explain things very well, does it? Uh. Let's
0: see here.
1: A lot of good games out there uh, right now, though. Pandemic is another one I've heard of. It's supposed to be great.
0: Yeah, I actually have that.
1: Oh. And Gloomhaven, have you heard of Gloomhaven?
0: I've heard of it, but I haven't played it. Pandemic is fun <clears throat> because it is it's one of the games that has come out recently where you're where everyone is is playing against the game itself. So either everyone wins or no one wins. Hmm. There's there's pandemic, there's also uh Elder Elder Sign. Yeah, Elder Signs, I think, which is a uh sort of J.P. Lovecraft-based game where you go into a mansion and have to defeat all of the elder gods or keep them asleep, basically, which I also have. Those are both fun games. Hmm. I don't know how well they would work in a non-visual sense. Oh, yeah. But...
1: A lot of dice, dice rolling, and. Uh.
0: Uh, I mean, dice rolling, and also just uh, like, especially with elder signs, there's like you have your own, you have you you choose a character that you play, and that character has stats and that sort of thing. So it kind of helps if you if you have uh, a visual element to it, just so that people can see it. You don't have to continually describe what's going on, that sort of thing. Whereas with something like exploding kittens. You can just say what you're doing with the card. People don't need to see the card necessarily, so.
1: Very good.
2: Yeah, we'll we'll stick to uh, games that we can describe adequately with our own voices, I suppose.
1: So anything else uh, people are looking forward to besides beer festivals, board games, and... uh, They say it's my
0: birthday.
1: That's coming up. Oh, yeah. You were thinking about possibly going to the whiskey library, which is something uh, I recently did, but um, could be another trip to the whiskey library in store then.
0: I think Jamie and I are are planning on going because our birthdays are not that far apart, so.
2: That's true. Right.
0: As for myself, I've
2: got my... oh. I was going to say annual but not necessarily annual but every once in a while I just have to apparently you know leave this world and enter into the wilderness and leave behind technology and civilization for uh, for a while.
0: Uh I've got that coming up. And that's when a yearly tradition became an annual custom. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's when uh uh I don't know, the sort of thing where a boy becomes a man kind of thing for some people. I mean.
2: Yes, it is time for me to become a man. Yeah,
1: well, maybe somebody on your trip. Can you
0: help me do that, too? Maybe not
1: you, maybe somebody on your trip.
2: Unlikely. Uh, The trip I'm leading this time, uh, there's me, then there's one other male participant. Everybody else is a woman. Oh, well, maybe. They can become men. Well, (laughs) maybe. Well, yes, they can. I
1: was was just going to say, maybe there's an opportunity for somebody to become a man after all.
2: Yeah, frankly, I think the, uh, the ability of the wilderness to uh, make men out of people is a bit overrated. I
0: think, I think at the beginning, you should say, look, is anyone looking to become a man at the, at, at near or sometime during the part of this expedition?
2: Yes. Saying that out loud couldn't possibly have any re- negative repercussions. No,
0: not, none at all. No. Especially in this day and age.
2: In fact, oftentimes I'll just go walking down the street in the city and just ask people, hey, you could
1: also who, who here you
0: know, wants to become a man? Anyone want a, to become a man? The group, right. Does anyone the, want me to make a man out of them?
1: When there's a uh, uh, group of. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> Put yeah, the brakes on hit that. The brakes. <laughs> this is the Anti Matter Hour.
0: So, anyway.
2: So, uh, yeah, we, uh, we won't be recording a podcast that week.
1: No. No, but um, I will be... uh, That's the first week of August, right?
2: It's the last week of July. Oh,
1: last week of July. But it must stretch into August. Okay, Uh, By a day and a half. A day and a half. Is that part of August?
2: Technically, you're correct. The worst kind of correct.
1: (laughs) Rather than uh, technically incorrect. I'll take it. Uh, My... uh, Upcoming, uh, the sort of thing I'm circling on the calendar uh, may may come as some surprise, uh, but um, it's the season two of HBO's Succession, a show that
0: I am shocked.
1: Uh, the show that I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed. you uh, said
0: nothing about that whatsoever <laughs> up until now.
1: Not, not nearly enough.
0: Do you actually watch shows on HBO? This is news to me.
1: Um. I haven't for a couple months now because... Not uh, since Chernobyl. Barry's out. Yeah. Chernobyl's over. Barry's over. And Game of Thrones is over. Yeah. Game of Thrones is
0: is over. Over.
1: My my, uh, HBO subscription is just gathering dust. Are you still subscribed? Oh, yeah. Cancel that. Yeah. I I just have never bothered canceling it between seasons because there's always something new coming on. That's beer money. I I might... uh, um, I might even go back and watch, uh, part of Divorce, the, uh, uh, Hayden, uh, Hayden, Hayden, Hayden Christensen? Christian Christensen Church, Hayden Christensen? No, it's the, oh, Thomas Hayden Church, that's it. Oh. Thomas Hayden Church and Sarah Jessica Parker, uh, uh, sitcom, dark sitcom. Did we watch the uh you showed me the bathroom the scene? scene? Yeah. <laughs> it was one of my favorite scenes of any TV show. But uh needless to say, uh now HBO, it's an expensive habit, but uh um yeah, I, I can just sit down in my chair anytime and, and want to flip on and, and watch two hours of HBO. Like I've been watching uh uh getting caught up by watching uh Silicon Valley, uh which is an HBO. I'm just waiting
0: until Disney Plus.
1: Disney Plus?
0: Disney Plus cuz when that comes out it's like 10 bucks a month which is half of almost half of what HBO is. And then you've got The Mandalorian which by all accounts is shaping up to be something really special along with you know whatever Marvel movies and Disney movies they decide to put on there.
1: Just an, just another hour off to go out and do Uber uh, during the month.
2: I'm gonna get caught up on the new uh, the, uh, the new uh, Ducktales series Woo! that I haven't Duck been Tales. seeing because I don't have cable. <laughs> all you need is Hulu. It's on Hulu. Yeah. Are I, you sure?
1: It's just about everything's on yes. Hulu.
2: Yes. Yes. I thought Disney pulled all their stuff from Hulu because of Disney Plus coming out. Well,
1: they're going to. I think when Disney Plus. Launches, yeah. My kids—that's that's, the—that's what I've been. My hearing. kids
0: watch my kids watch it, and we don't have cable, cable. So,
1: plus, sometimes uh, even I'm sure Ducktales is not an example of that, but sometimes the original like studio doesn't own the rights anymore, like somebody else does. But
0: not when it comes to Disney.
1: Hmm.
2: I would like them to just make available in the entirety of the uh, early '90s or mid-90s, whatever, uh, Disney Afternoon. Yes. DuckTales, Tailspin, Chippendale's Rescue Rangers, and Darkwing Dark Duck.
1: Duck. Oh, I remember Darkwing Duck. I don't Let's remember those other get 2
2: dangerous. Yeah, I'd like to watch
0: those. Pretty fun. If they're on Disney+, Plus, I'll watch them.
1: Darkwing Duck. if they're
0: not, I won't. Darkwing Duck is one of my favorites of all time.
1: Yeah, it was pretty good. I don't very much remember it, but I just remember it It was appointment television for me.
0: Yep.
2: Well, we've uh, we've covered quite a range of topics tonight. We
1: have. Not enough, really. I mean, mean, really? We only covered like 30 different topics. So,
0: boxers or briefs? And when we're talking boxers, are we talking boxer briefs or boxers? And if we're talking boxer briefs, do we want ones... That allow you to go through the gate as opposed to over the fence. There's
1: only there's only one right answer to that, and I think we all know there's only one right answer to that. Uh, also, uh, Tommy John, the uh, podcast-based like subscription underwear you can get. I'm very confused. Uh, they have a technology apparently where there's an opening in the front that is horizontal or something like i mean it's like described much differently i've never owned a pair of tommy johns but it's described much different like it opens
0: like a mouth or something are you sure this is men's underwear yeah absolutely
1: no they say that it has the they call it a horizontal zip fly or something like that There's uh, a zipper on it i don't, I don't no know. thank you uh, only underwear i i don't know i guess i don't want uh, a
0: zipper anywhere near that
1: apparently this tommy john stuff is supposed has to be pretty has anyone
0: not seen something about end. mary Pretty high end. Has anyone not
1: seen Frank and beans. How do you get the beans with the Franks? Frank? Frankenbeans. <laughs> how do
0: you get the How do you get the beans with the Frank?
1: <laughs>
2: this whole underwear debate nonsense. I just, I just prefer not to bother. We got
0: ourselves a
1: bleeder boxer briefs. The only uh, correct answer. Thank and, you. Yes, um, at you the, are correct. You want to have the uh, micro modal uh, fabric or. Or, like, an advanced, uh, nice, hey, cool... Hey, save it.
0: hey, cool. save, save advanced... it, save it, save it for when we get sponsored. Okay? Oh,
1: oh, a future uh, uh, podcast, right. Yeah.
2: If you're a manufacturer of high-quality underwear and you're looking for a, for a podcast to help shill your product, look no further than the Antimatter Hour. Hint, That's right.
1: Hint, hint, uh, if you're uh, in Portland, Oregon, under you for men, hint, hint. Sh- Hint, under you for men. Calling, paging under you for men. Paging.
0: What's under me? What? Please pick up the
1: courtesy phone under you for men.
0: So anyway, any last last words? Oh, we're done talking about underwear now?
2: Yes. Oh, I thought we were going to talk about things like what color underwear?
1: There's only one right answer to that.
2: And that is? I don't
1: think we need to say, do we?
2: Hot pink brown wrong wrong <laughs> what
1: black <laughs>
2: look wearing brown underwear just saves time all right and it, and it eliminates questions before they're raised i hmm.
0: want underwear i want underwear that if it's showing for whatever reason people look at me and go like really yeah i see anyway any last words nope Hmm. Please, what, about you, hmm? what about you, Jesse?
1: Well, I, I don't know. I thought that everybody would have a last word, but I guess uh, it's just peace out, bitches. Enjoy yourselves. We won't tell. But mostly peace out, bitches.
0: Stay classy. Stay classy.